the struggle for independence in India is a saga of sacrifice by innumerable patriots. From the leaves of the history of that struggle, I narrate the story of the prince among the patriots here. On 13th March 1910, the police arrested a 26-year-old man in Paris and deported him to Britain. In Britain, he was to be kept under maximum security. The British government had ensured that the arrest was kept under wraps and that neither general public nor the Indian community in London got any winds of it. He was to be sent to Bombay to face charges that were as yet not even known to the British Parliament. It would suffice to surmise that the young man was a special prisoner. Why else British authorities prepare a full ship to transport a single prisoner to India? The ship SS Maria had special guards and a carefully designed cage in which the young man was to be kept chained. The British instructions to the special guards were curiously akin to forest guards tasked to transport dangerous carnivores. The ship left the shores of England and in due course called its port on 8th July 1910 at Marseille in France for replenishments. Sensing that the ship was in port, the young man made a daring escape. He swam ashore in his shackles and ran into a couple of French policemen on patrol. Unfortunately, he did not speak French and the policemen wouldn't understand English. As he tried to mime his way through, the British guards from the ship arrived and it did not take much of explaining by them to get him back into custody. Deciding that he was too dangerous to be conveyed by just one ship and his guards after this particular escape, the British government dispatched a naval frigate to escort SS Maria to Bombay. Of course, the British authorities took care to stow the young man into a 4 feet by 4 feet cage for the remainder of the journey under heavy chains. The ship reached Bombay on the 22nd July 1910. In the dock, as the ship's berth, soldiers with their rifles and bayonets lined up every feet of the gangway. When the entire dock had been so secured, the young man was taken under escort to a police van that carried him on to Yarawada Jail, Pune. Thus, the young man arrived to a reception befitting a prince, even though he was in chains. He was indeed the prince among freedom fighters, a prince whose mere writings sent shudders down the spine of an empire that had 100,000 men in arms in India alone, a prince who evoked a passion amongst his countrymen for freedom like how the wind stokes a forest fire. Unlike Machiavelli who wrote of how a prince should be, this prince had written how the British had ravaged the country through and after the mutiny of 1857. Of course, he was 
the first person ever called ever who called 1857 the first war of independence his book the history of the war of independence was to become the inspiration for sardar bhagat singh and later to netaji subhash chandra bose this prince spoke of war in open terms and he was no advocate of conciliation in the matter that many others thought of in their relations with their empire the prince then was to be mated with the princeliest if i may say that among the punishments that the british british empire had devised for those who thirsted for freedom with their souls banishment to kalapani the infamous circular jail in port blair the trial against him proceeded in the most expected manner of a farce on legal systems in the world and ended on ended in june 1911 on the 4th of july 1911 he was transported to port blair the prince was assigned to the hardest of labors in the jail like chopping wood manually pulling the oil mill and a score of other menial and physically straining tasks after 10 years of condemnation in port blair he was finally moved back to mainland and lodged in ratnagiri jail it took another 3 years for the prince to be set free in 1924 although on restrictive conditions the prince in the new found freedom from chains actively taught and wrote against the colonial masters advocating resistance in fact his words on the proposal of partition of india reverberate with solemn truth even today he said and i quote my personal view is that we must vigorously protest against the creation of a muslim state independent of the central indian state we will not sign willingly the death warrant of the integrity of hindustan unquote the prince is the only indian for whom the empire enacted a separate law that could be used to arrest him in london he is the only indian against whom a case was laid at the office of international arbitration in the hague contesting his arrest and deportation on french soil in marseille a prince for whom two empires france and britain had to stand in the court to justify his arrest and custody a prince who thereby made his own history just like a prince the name of the princess vinayak damodar savarkar or more popularly as we know him veer savarkar hello there this is the story of sardar bhagat singh bhagat singh was born to kishan singh and vidyavati at banga village in the lialpur district of west punjab in 1907 he went to dav college lahore after completing his school in banga in his college he was influenced by two teachers who were nationalist thirsting for freedom from colonial rule he became an active student leader 
and led the students community in non-violent protests against the colonial rule initially on the 13th of april 1919 in the city of amritsar thousands of locals came together to celebrate baisakhi a festival of importance in punjab which marks the harvest as well as the dawn of a new year those who gathered in jallianwala bagh that day were also silently paying their respect to two nationalists satyapal and saifuddin kichlu who were arrested by the british and deported coming to know of the gathering brigadier general dyer arrived at the bagh and without warning ordered his troops to open fire the troops fired about 1650 bullets at the crowd killing more than 400 people and injuring over 1000 dyer's jallianwala bagh massacre shook the nation's conscience and mahatma gandhi gave the call for non-cooperation with the government in response to the call there were peaceful agitations all over the country at lahore bhagat singh left dav college and joined the national college founded by lala lajpat rai during this time bhagat singh continued his nationalistic activities after he graduated from the college in 1923 though he had wholeheartedly supported gandhian principle of nonviolence the jallianwala bagh massacre had left an indelible impression on his soul in 1925 he founded the naujawan bharat sabha at lahore to inculcate a spirit of revolution among the youth other like minded youth like sukhdev yashpal chandrashekhar azad jatindranath das also joined him in this endeavor when simon commission arrived in india a mammoth procession was taken out by lala lajpat rai to protest against the commission indian national congress had called for a black flag protest against the commission the procession led by lala lajpat rai in lahore was accosted by a large police contingent and they were beaten with their batons in india we say lathi charged lata lala lajpat rai who was as much loved and venerated in punjab and was known as punjab kesari the lion of punjab received serious blows to his head in the police action on the 30th of october 1928 he eventually died due to those injuries on the 17th of november bhagat singh and his friends were mortified at the death of lajpat rai they believed that james scott the superintendent of police had specifically targeted lala lajpat rai so bhagat singh rajguru and azad decided to kill scott to teach a lesson to british administration on the 17 december 1928 precisely one month from the date of lajpat rai's death the three managed to shoot dead assistant superintendent of police jp saunders mistaking him to be james scott with saunders death bhagat singh and his friends became prime targets 
for the Indian British Indian Police. On the 8th April 1929, Bhagat Singh and another friend, B.K. Dutt, threw a bomb into the Central Assembly in Delhi. They did not attempt to escape after throwing the bomb. Instead, they stood there, shouted slogans and courted arrest. Their courage and action sent a wave of protest across the nation and added fuel to the nationalistic fervor. In the trial for this act, Bhagat Singh and B.K. Dutt were sentenced to transportation, a term that meant jail at Kalapani, that is Port Blair. While B.K. Dutt was transported to Port Blair, Bhagat Singh was taken to face another trial at Lahore for the killing of J.P. Saunders. The trial was conducted from 7th of May 1929. Bhagat Singh, Rajguru and Chandrasekhar Azad were unfazed and smilingly countered the charges. When the charges were read out against him and he was asked to give his reply, Bhagat Singh proudly said, the bomb was necessary. to awaken England from her dreams as a protest on behalf of those who had no other means left to express their heart-rending agony. He also said, and I quote, it was the only effective method of solving the great social problems of the times, the problem of bringing economic and political independence to the workers and peasants constituting the mass of the people. Unquote. Throughout the trial, Bhagat Singh and his friends remained defiant and cheerful. Even though an anxious nation waited for a glimmer of hope since an appeal in their case was filed, the British authorities hastened to carry out the death sentence in this case. At about 7.30 p.m. on the 23rd March 1931, Bhagat Singh, Rajguru and Azad were hanged by the jail authorities. Their bodies were not handed over to the next of kin for fear of arousing public anger. Instead, the police burnt their bodies in the night on the banks of the river Satluj and cast their ashes into the river. Bhagat Singh, Rajguru and Chandrasekhar Azad thus became immortal. in the pages of history of India's freedom struggle. Jai Hind!